You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Now, Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio with guest host Jane Brown. Great to have you along on this Tuesday afternoon. Libby returns tomorrow. Premier Doug Ford is claiming that the Trudeau Liberals' carbon tax will plunge Canada into a recession. Here's an excerpt of his comments from a speech he gave this week at the Economic Club of Canada. I can tell you that a carbon tax will be a total economic disaster, not only for our province, but for our entire country. And there are already economic warning signs on the horizon. I'm here today to ring the warning bell that the risk of a carbon tax recession is very, very real. That's why when I say I'm prepared to fight the federal carbon tax with every tool at my disposal, I mean it. What do you think of the Premier's comments? A necessary warning or over-the-top rhetoric? 416-360-0740 or 1-866-740-4740. Our first guest certainly doesn't think very much of Doug Ford's comments. Ontario's Green Party leader Mike Schreiner says they are dangerous and disappointing. Mike Schreiner joins us on the line right now. Hi, Mike. Hi, Jane. How are you today? I'm well. I hope the new year is going well for you so far. Well, it is. So uh, I'd like to see a little more facts and politics. Right. Now explain to us what you mean by dangerous and disappointing. Well, if you look around the world, uh, the jurisdictions with the best performing economies all have a price on pollution. So let's look at Sweden, for example, the first country to bring in a price on pollution. Um, They've significantly reduced their greenhouse gas emissions, while at the same time having one of the best performing economies in the EU. In Canada, over the last few years, the four best performing provincial economies have all had a price on pollution. British Columbia, which is the top performing uh, economy in Canada, has had a price on pollution since 2007. California has a price on pollution. Uh, They've uh, hit their climate change targets four years ahead of schedule, have one of the top 10 performing economies in the United States. So it's just factually incorrect to suggest that putting a price on pollution will somehow lead to a recession. And uh, so I I think it's dangerous to mislead the public in that way. You know, you can be a we could disagree uh, on, you know, how effective if carbon pricing is the most effective way to address climate change, things like that. But to suggest that it's going to cause an economic recession is not based in any facts. You likely, though, knowing the premier a little bit more than the rest of us do, uh, the motivation behind his comments. Can you explain, uh, not that we would ask you to answer for Doug Ford, but what is it that he is trying to promote in exchange for what you say is working elsewhere around the world? Well, you know, I don't know. I I guess it's politically motivated. The only thing I can figure out is that, uh, you know, uh, fighting um, the federal government uh, on a on carbon pricing, I guess he's decided, you know, it has political advantages for him. But for me, let's take the politics out of this and let's just talk about what's good for the people of Ontario and Canada, what's good for our economy. And the reality is, is that climate change is a significant threat that's already costing us billions. The Insurance Bureau of Canada uh, released numbers that uh, insurable losses last year alone was over $1.2 billion due to extreme weather events. 
caused by climate change. Uh, the Environment Commissioner came out um, the first six months of last year alone. Uh, the average household, the cost of climate change was $350. Uh, so the costs are real. Uh, the lack of action is only going to mean those costs go up. And by being so against the transition to a clean economy, uh, the Ford government's actually sending the wrong message to global investors that Ontario's closed for business in the clean economy, which is the fastest growing sector of the global economy. That's something we should be leading, creating jobs in the clean economy, not actively attacking it. Well, and in fact, a list of senior economists, uh, some 40 senior economists from across the U.S., published a statement in the Wall Street Journal endorsing a carbon tax with all revenue given back to citizens. Uh, The list includes former White House economic advisors, Treasury secretaries, Federal Reserve chairs, and Nobel laureates. So certainly you are not alone on this. Well, exactly. And the interesting thing about about what seems to be a growing consensus is that you have economists on both the right and the left uh, all saying that a price on pollution is the most cost-effective, the most economically beneficial way of addressing the climate crisis. Now, there may be some disagreement on what you do with the revenue. Like some economists would say, give it all back to people. Other economists might say, you know, it should go into government coffers. My feeling is, is you put a price on pollution, you give all the money back to the citizens of our province to help them manage the cost of transitioning to a low-carbon economy, to help people to be able to uh, afford investments, to, to lower um, their carbon emissions, which would then save them even more money and put even more money in their pocket. That's like economics 101. And I don't understand. I would think the premier, uh, you know, who touts himself as a business person, would understand basic market economics. So if you don't want something, put a price on it, make it more expensive. People will do less of it. And um, the market will shift and benefit and reward those companies that generate less pollution, uh, making it a win for our economy and a win for people and a win for business. You're listening to Zoomer Radio's Fight Back, Jane for Libby, and on the line with me is the Green Party leader of Ontario, Mike Schreiner. Uh, Mike, playing devil's advocate, as I like to do, I also like to try to make it as balanced as possible. Uh, Ford's press secretary pointed to a study by the Conference Board of Canada that suggests a federally imposed carbon tax would shrink the nation's economy by $3 billion. And that is apparently why he claims that the Trudeau Liberals' carbon tax will plunge Canada into a recession. What do you have to say to that? Well, the economic costs of inaction are far greater than uh, any economic, uh, potentially negative economic uh, implications of putting a price on pollution. Um, I don't think anyone denies that uh, putting a price on pollution may do a slight slowdown in the economy because of our over-reliance on uh, carbon-based fuels. But it sets, but that won't put us into recession. Like, there's no doubt about that. I mean, so, but it sets us up to seize the economic opportunities of the fastest growing sector of the global global economy. That's the clean economy. It sets our economy up for success and growth moving forward. We have to think beyond the next quarter. We have to think about the next year, the next five years, the next 10 years. And is Ontario going to lead that transition to a clean economy and create the jobs and generate the wealth and prosperity? 
or are we going to be a follower and um, allow other countries to create those jobs and generate that wealth and prosperity? I want to lead, not follow. Mike, our listeners are intrigued by this topic. Phone lines are jammed at 416-360-0740. And I know I only have four more minutes with you, so we'll take a couple of questions. Let's go to Jim in Hanover. Jim, do you have a question for the Green Party leader? Yes, um, for all of them. I haven't spelled or seen anything to to, to call climate change. What I have seen is probably Trudeau and his... Uh, stories about climate change, the same with this fella. You look at a chimney, you see white smoke coming out of it. That's not smoke, that's condensation. You see a plane flying overhead and behind it, that is condensation. You breathe out in the wintertime, you're outside, you breathe out the air, that's condensation. And the blame in this condensation and all these sites as pollution. I'm not, okay. not. I haven't seen any pollution. I haven't felt any pollution. Okay, Jim, I'm going to let you go, um, and Mike Schreiner will answer that for... I'm, that's a very simple, basic question. What is climate change? Yeah, Jim, uh, I appreciate your question, and I would just say the 16 hottest years on record have been the last 16 years. If you look at the Insurance Bureau of Canada's data, they show a dramatically up and trend line in extreme weather events and insurance payouts uh, due to it. So um, most of the world scientists uh, agree that our climate is changing, that um, uh, uh, CO2 or greenhouse gas emissions is causing that change, and it's creating real costs that we're all paying right now. And that's why I want Ontario to take action to, to mitigate those risks and costs but to also lead the economic transition that's happening around the world. Okay, Mike in Toronto, go ahead. Your question for Mike Schreiner. Oh, hi there. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear yeah. you just fine. Go ahead. Oh, um, yeah, a question regarding the uh, carbon pricing. If I'm understanding it correctly, the, uh, the government will tax us and tax certain uh, businesses that, that pollute, and then they'll take that money and give it right back to us. So I don't understand how that will uh, will get people to, uh, to to pollute less. Okay, um, Mike. Um, I think it's kind of a just a sort of a, a political Ponzi scheme. How about just legislating um, businesses to to pollute less? Just you know, put put a ten percent reduction. Right across the board to okay. the producers. And- Mike, I've got to let Mike Schreiner answer the question because he needs to go, and you do ask a, a, a good question. Uh, let's review how the carbon tax works, Mike Schreiner, and how Ontario opting out of the carbon tax is going to affect us here in this province. Yeah, Mike, I want to thank you for your question. Um, so putting a price on pollution is essentially economics 101, that if you make something more expensive, people will buy less of that, do less of that in the marketplace. Uh, And so putting a price on pollution is a way to encourage people to pollute less or to buy products that pollute less. By giving the money back to people, it helps people manage the transition to a low-carbon economy because the reality is is that most people right now still rely rely on fossil fuel energy to you know, power their vehicle or heat their homes. And so we don't want it to be such a shock that it, you know, hits people's family budgets so hard that it, it makes it hard for them financially to make the transition to a low-carbon economy. Uh, the, the alternative you suggested of just mandating 
a decline in carbon emissions uh, uh, from companies is essentially kind of what the Liberals uh, did with the cap-and-trade plan. Uh, their only tweak to that was is they allowed a market for companies to trade in credit. So if they didn't hit the cap that you're suggesting that they could then buy pollution credits from another company that was below the cap. And that's certainly a way to go about it as well. Uh, most economists will tell you that the market-based approach is the lower cost, most efficient way of doing it. Um, but certainly either approach would work. What won't work is doing what the Ford government is doing, which is essentially um, almost nothing other than they've created a small little fund that actually uh, forces people to pay the polluters uh, to help the polluters to reduce their pollution, uh, which in countries like Australia has proven not to work. And so I want us to come up with something that, that will work uh, and that will do it in a way that benefits our economy and protects people's uh, family budgets at the same time. Mike, I respect that you have to go. Our time always goes by so quickly. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> it does, Jane, and I always enjoy uh, being on and, and talking directly with your listeners. Great. Have a good day. We'll talk to you next okay. time. Green Party leader Mike Schreiner. He is also the MPP for Guelph. As we discuss the comments made yesterday by Ontario's Premier, uh, suggesting that the Trudeau Liberals' carbon tax will plunge Canada into a recession. You've heard the rebuttal from Green Party leader Mike Schreiner. We'll take a couple of more calls before we change topics. Let's uh, go to Bob. Bob in Etobicoke. Go ahead. Oh, how are you? Fine, thanks. Yep. I have spent quite a bit of time on um, on checking out um, causes of uh, of pollution, and carbon is not the problem, and people know that. Now, cars today are are getting three and four times the mileage per liter or gallon that they did a number of years ago, and eventually the cars will be the emissions of a, the newer cars, which will be out in the next two years, will not even need catalytic converters on them. So that is that is gone. But if people are wise, they would go on, um, I say YouTube, and check out climate change, check their credentials of the person who is speaking, and listen to them, and listen to them. The actual world temperature is not higher, okay? It's not higher. Lake, on, Lake Superior freezes now. It never did use to freeze. It does now, periodically. Not every year, but maybe every three or four years it freezes. And, and that, that's it. The world temperature is not come, going up. We do have a pollution problem, but that's not the carbon. Cutting the rainforest, not a good idea. Dumping stuff into the oceans, the rivers, the streams, the lakes, that is a major problem. I agree, and we got to do something about that. And maybe we should be, like, for example, um, you, we talked about water bottles. How many water bottles? I use the same water bottles over and over and over again. They say don't refill them. Well, there's no reason not to refill them. I've had two particular water bottles. I've had them for 10 years. I fill them up. They're in my car. I take them back. I rinse them, clean them, put them back in the water. I don't believe that we should be polluting, but the carbon is not the problem. The carbon is feeding us. If you have a greenhouse, you put the carbon content in the greenhouse up about 300% over normal carbon to grow your tomatoes, your lettuce, your lettuce, whatever you're putting in the greenhouse. They put it up to 3,000 parts, and we have 300 parts. 
What are we talking about? Okay, Bob, I appreciate all the research you've done, and I appreciate your passion. Thank you for calling in. Uh, We should all be doing more reading about climate change, absolutely. Uh, One more call, and then we're on to the next topic. Uh, Let's go to Alan in Brantford. Actually, Michelle's telling me I can take more calls, so we'll see how we go here. Uh, Alan in Brantford, go ahead. Yeah, my rebuttal to our friend from up in Guelph, Mr. Schreiner, China has 700 heavy-duty coal-fired generators operating every day in China. One of them produces more pollution than all of Canada together. Everything. Cars, uh, jets, planes, you name it. Everything. Where is his thinking on that? All right. Well, I wish we still had Mike Schreiner on the line, Alan. Uh, we will get him back again because he is a regular guest here on Zoomer Radio's Fight yes, Back. Yes, I know. Keep his fig- keep that figure for him. Okay, we'll do. And thank you. You're our last call on that topic. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one.